3: You're listening to the Sands Pants Network.
0: Home of comedy, (laughs) culture,
3: (laughs) adventures,
0: and ghosts.
4: This is News Fighters. Where we fight the news so you don't have to. With Dylan Behan.
0: Yes, good day, everyone. Welcome to News Fighters for today, the 19th of November 2021. Where has the year gone? This is the third last News Fighters for the year. Can you believe that? I can't. Newsfighters is a comedic look at the big stories of the week in Australian news, media and politics. Presented by me, Dylan Bain, the cracked inner west tram of news comedy. Stick around, uh, podcast fans, because this week I'm interviewing Jackson Bailey and Joel Zammett, host of such huge sans-pants podcasts of Plumbing the Death Star, Baseless Speculation and more. More bad yes. movies, More please. just have. That's more what I wanted having a crack.
3: Too. That's <laughs> what I want. <laughs>
2: Yeah, here yeah. we go.
0: But first up, it's getting towards the end of the year, which means it's beginning to look a lot like election season. We may yet be months away from a federal election, but it feels like campaigning is already in full swing in Sydney. A confident looking PM
4: continued his pre election campaign blitz. Hitting the unofficial hustings again today.
1: He wants to shore up as much support as possible during this unofficial election campaign.
4: The PM's been cooking, oh. <laughs> eating and posing for selfies in an attempt to show how Australian life is finally returning to normal. Yeah,
0: Scott Morrison there trying to look like life is returning to normal, (laughs) just like me. I know I went out for a haircut last week with my uh, personal press pack of paparazzi photographers. You know, like a normal person. So the battle lines are being drawn for the next federal election, which is looking like it'll be in March or May of next year. And we can already see the themes...
4: Uh, that the leaders are going to be running on. Here's Morrison's economic pitch. I think that does highlight that Australia's economic recovery has to be secured by people who have a track record in economic management. Otherwise, you're going to see petrol prices go up, you're going to see electricity prices go up, um, you're going to see interest rates go up more than they would need to otherwise. Yes, and funnily enough, I uh, went on the Liberal Party website and so you can actually now
0: buy a Keeping Petrol Prices Down mug from their online store. Funnily enough, it seems to resemble a back and black mug from the 2019 budget that someone's just... Uh, liquid paper uh, keeping petrol prices down on it but 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 that's what you expect from these guys the better economic managers morrison's big overarching theme post-pandemic seems to be
4: about the role of government labor loves interfering in your life they love telling you what to do we've had enough of governments telling people what to do it's a labor party's policies as i say They just always want to tell you what to do because they love telling you what to do. The Labor Party loves telling people what to do and the only thing they like doing more than that is taxing them. Labor wants to tell you what to do. We don't want to tell them what to do. We want to support the decisions that they're making. Labor's all about telling them what to do. I mean, saying Labor likes telling people what to
0: do, after the last 20 months, is a bit like a child saying, oh, you can't trust my sister, she'll eat all the cookies when they literally have a mouthful of stolen cookies. You're the man who literally shut down a group exercise class last year without even knowing what it was.
4: Health clubs, fitness setters, yoga... Uh Barre, I hope I've pronounced that correct. I might need some help with that. Um, I'm not quite sure what that is, to be honest, but... um...
0: All right, and over on the other side of politics, how's uh, Labour leader Anthony Albanese's attack lines coming along?
2: This is a Prime Minister who has walked away from scrutiny. This is a Prime Minister who, on fundamental issues, hasn't been fair income with the Australian people. This is a government that is not fit For purpose for the 21st century.
0: Yeah, hasn't really mastered the art of repetition, has he, old Albo? Maybe try uh, picking one and sticking with it, hey? Uh, Labor did nail ScoMo on this, though.
4: Scott Morrison was himself a target today, as Labor scrutinised his claim that he has never told a lie while in public life. You ever told a lie in public life? I don't believe I have, no. Prime no. mean, Minister, so you said earlier today you've never lied in public life. Is that really true? Yeah, that's what I believe to be true. And and if, what, what are you suggesting? When, when do you think I did? Yes, that's right. Scott Morrison believes
0: he has never told a lie in public life, which sounds like a lie to me. But if he does actually mean it, he could still be lying. After all, he's just uh, employing the uh, George Costanza defence. Jerry, just remember, it's not a lie if you believe it. <laughs> Thankfully, Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce was a bit more frank about if he'd ever lied. Probably. (laughs) And (laughs) and
2: also just... (laughs) no shame about
0: that? Well, I I don't know. If you ask me a personal question about my life, I don't have to give you the straight answer. Yes, you know, personal questions like, where'd your wife go? Who's this new young woman? Didn't she work in your office? How many kids do you have now anyway? And on a side note, while we're talking about Barnaby this week, the uh, COP26 conference, of course, uh, announced that uh, they're going to start phasing down coal. Uh, The world is going to work towards the phasing down of coal, which of course meant Barnaby Joyce was out spruiking it. The Nationals' leader putting the coal back in the coalition. If the world's buying it, there's a market for it. Yes, Barnaby, but there's also a worldwide market for human slaves and black market organs, but Australia doesn't decide to trade in these things because they're evil. Mind you, if you feel like uh, selling your brain to uh, black market uh, organ buyers overseas, go right ahead, because I don't think they'll have much interest in your liver. Oh, and while we're talking about coal, uh, this is what Boris Johnson had to say at the end of the COP26 conference this week. It is beyond question that Glasgow has sounded the death knell for coal power. Which of course led Scott Morrison and National Senator Matt Canavan to say, death knell? You mean still alive for decades to come, don't you? Do
2: you agree that COP26 sounded the death knell on coal?
4: No. So you disagree with forestry? No, I don't believe it did. And and for all of those who are working in that industry in Australia, they'll continue to be working in that industry for decades to come. There's never been stronger demand for our coal. And uh, uh, given the fact that uh, the agreement did not say that coal needs to be phased down or taken out, it's a big green light for us to build more coal mines, supply the world more coal, because that is what brings millions of people out of poverty. So we've got the best quality coal in the world, and we should be. Uh, supplying that to the world because it's good for the environment to do that.
0: What the hell? Good for the environment? That's a bald-faced lie, Matt Canavan. Ugh, well, I certainly hope that got fact-checked on the Today Show uh in fact, it was one of those debate segments, so uh, let's just see what kind of a rebuke he got from the other panellists.
2: I grew up in a coal mining community, so I think there will be people who who um, t- who take comfort from, from that position from Glasgow.
0: Ah, what a counterpoint. That's exactly the kind of balance you expect from the nine networks these days. Oh, no, on one side, you have a conservative nationals uh, senator who loves coal uh, debating against a Murdoch Daily Telegraph editor. What balance! Meanwhile, the ABC seems to have to put a pro-genocide panellist on every episode. Episode of QA, even the arts one. Last week the panellists were John Bell, Jimmy Barnes, Katie Noonan, and Bashar al Assad for some unknown reason, just so Andrew Bolt and the Sky News night crew wouldn't get upset that the ABC's gone too left wing. Anyways, back to the environment, and uh, last Friday afternoon the government finally released its net zero modelling. Uh, and uh, it revealed an interesting election policy that nobody was expecting.
4: The Prime Minister is heading to the next election with a proposed carbon tax, but under a different name. It was unveiled in modelling today as part of Australia's plan to reach net zero. Paying farmers, companies, and communities for projects removing carbon from the atmosphere through credits they can trade with polluters to offset emissions. Not a tax, says Scott Morrison, yep. a price. What's the difference between that and a carbon tax? Well, What we have is the cost of abatement that is run through our um, uh, Climate Solutions Fund. So we've been running that for years. That's what we're doing. We don't have a carbon tax. We will will never have a carbon tax. No, there's no carbon tax in Australia, and there won't be one. Yeah, never going to be a carbon tax. Where have we all heard that before? Uh, There will be no carbon tax under the government
0: I lead. Well, I guess that means the Liberals are definitely going to have a carbon tax. Well, Labor, I know who you need to hire if you want to win the next election. We will fight this tax every
4: second of every minute of every day of every week of every month. I think there will be a people's revolt uh, against this carbon tax.
0: Yes, and Tony Abbott's definitely available. I mean, all he's doing at the moment is his podcast, which means he must really be down on his luck. And wouldn't you know who else hates the carbon tax? Scott Morrison doing his impression of Borat.
4: Some may call this a carbon tax, Mr Speaker. Remember I'm going call it the Borat tax, Mr Speaker. <laughs> the Borat tax which will be put on by the Labor Party with carbon credits to the Kazakhstan and I know, it, I know what Borat would think of the Labor's po- Labor Party's policies on emissions reduction, Mr Speaker. Very nice, very nice.
0: Anyways, back to the uh, fake election campaign and there's even been some uh, policy announcements This week,
4: Prime Minister Scott Morrison will tomorrow unveil his plans for a technological revolution in Australia, starting with a $100 million investment in new critical technologies.
0: Yes, and if they really want to win this election, one of those technologies will be a magical machine that makes you forget about the last eight years. No, seriously, though, Scott Morrison did outline uh, what technology this includes. With an initial focus on cyber capabilities, artificial intelligence. Yes, that's right. Artificial intelligence. Intelligence, because clearly he doesn't have any natural intelligence to begin with. Thankfully, Chris Ullman from Nine had a longer and better pronounced list of what the new technological policies will include. Advanced
4: materials, artificial intelligence, biotechnology, energy and the environment, quantum computing, sensing, timing and navigation, and transport,
0: robots and space. Yes, Scott Morrison is trying to win the 2022 election with... Robots. And yes, robotic innovation is something that Australia is increasingly becoming renowned for and better at. I mean, here was an Australian robot that made the news just last week. Uh, let's see what it does. I bet it's something that's uh, truly important and life-saving. Let's have a
4: look. A bunning store in Melbourne has introduced a sore spot. What? Which smothers the iconic Sanger in tomato and mustard in just seconds. I that's not a sore
0: spot for anyone. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully the source bot is easier to understand than the last great Australian robotic innovation, which was Dexter from the 80s dating TV show Perfect Match.
4: I've really been to the backwards to find out your perfect match with a compatibility score
0: of 75%. It's... Wow, robots really have come a long way since then. I mean, Dexter couldn't even dispense mustard. Well, clearly I don't think Morrison's going to win the election just with robots and coal miners. Uh, who else is he courting? That's right, you guessed it anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorist nutjobs.
4: Our vaccinated Prime Minister is tonight accused of pandering to anti-vaxxers to lift his election chances after saying he doesn't support government-imposed jab mandates once targets are reached. We're not in favour of mandatory vaccines imposed by the government. Businesses can make their own choices. Arguing once herd immunity is achieved, unvaccinated people should not be shut out. They should be able to go to a copy, go and get a cup of coffee in Brisbane when you're over 80%, regardless of whether you've had the vaccines or not. Yes, and coincidentally, the
0: worst thing if you happen to catch coronavirus when you go out for coffee in Brisbane is that you had to drink the coffee in Brisbane. Stephen Mars, the Deputy Queensland Premier, knew what was up with Morrison's comments, though. A Prime Minister more interested in carrying favour with coffee baron donors and lunatic backbenchers than the health and the jobs of Queenslanders. Wow, little did I know that the coffee barons... Still held such sway over our main political parties, mind you. I have to say, I prefer this over America, where you know they have the gun lobby. I mean, they have the NRA. We have Nescafe. They have uh, Smith and Wesson. We have Pablo's and Rustys. They have Tobin Arms. We have Toby's Estate. I have Wikipedia, I could go on and on. Also, speaking of coffee, if you want to be my personal coffee baron, you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash newsfighters. And finally on the election campaign, Morrison knows the uh, way to clinch the deal and win the election is to probably just try the most tried and trusted thing he always does.
4: Bribe us with tax cuts. An extra $1,000 could be on the way for millions of Australians as part of a pre-election tax sweetener from the Morrison government. Yeah, so
0: in conclusion, Scott Morrison is trying to score another miraculous election win by pandering to coal miners, conspiracy theorists and coffee barons while trying to confuse us with nonsense technobabble about robots and green hydrogen while basically introducing a carbon tax, the opposition of which was the main tenant that brought his whole government to power eight years and two prime ministers ago. All the while, he's going to simultaneously hand out endless free money in the form of unsustainable tax cuts while pretending the other guys are the bad economic managers. And if Scott Morrison thinks we're dumb enough not to realise that his government believes in nothing except lying to win elections, well, ScoMo
4: mustn't have much... Artificial intelligence... (laughs)
0: All right, joining me now on News Fighters are uh, Jackson Bailey and Joel Zammett. Uh, who, for Woo. those of for those of you who don't know, uh, kings of Sans Pants is kings, the yeah, right term? I would say yeah. so. Yeah, I yeah. think it is. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I
3: like Grand Czar at some at some point, but like you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where, where going uh, well. Yeah. Thank, I'll thanks, King. Yeah,
0: <laughs> th- thanks for coming on the show. What I'm trying to do is have a bit of synergy because, like, I'm on the Sans Pants Network. Great honor, of great course. privilege. Yeah. Love to be here, but I feel like our listeners don't overlap. So I yeah, want, I want no, to get no, no, no. I want to get some synergy happening happening here. <laughs> so just Beautiful. fill us in on on you guys and and all the all the great podcasts you do on Sans Pants. Wow,
3: well, we do too many shows. A lot of them are yeah. based, mostly around pop culture and dumb questions that no one mm-hmm. thought to ask but us. Um, yeah. And a lot and far too much, I want to say, of Dungeons and Dragons because we are big big nerds
2: yeah big nodes. we have Plumbing the Death Star where we ask just the stupidest questions about pop culture you can imagine it's the show that Began as like a oh we're we're theory crafting, you know, we're we're creating these interesting these questions. Oh nobody's yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody's what, asked
3: this. What was the villain's motivations? Why were they doing that? Did they have maybe something they weren't revealing to the audience? Let's mm. do a deep delve in maybe the systemic problems yeah. of, say, some fictional universes.
2: But uh, to now it's like a and- burglar, Is he a hero or an anti hero? We <laughs> yeah. don't know. <laughs> so um but it's still
3: good. <laughs> They're important. I would say better.
0: <laughs> They're yeah, important I'm uh so yeah, plumbing the Death Star is, is that your biggest podcast? Probably the most famous yeah, I would one. Yeah, so, yeah. And the whole idea is it's yeah. like hypothetical pop culture questions. I heard I listened to a great episode mm. you had Ben Lee on to talk about what yeah. Seinfeld character you'd play. <laughs> and I yeah. thought I knew Seinfeld, but you had a lot of obscure Seinfeld references yeah, there. Yeah,
2: somehow what's so funny about that Ben Lee episode is specifically I had been rewatching a lot of Seinfeld and I was like, Dusha, wouldn't this be a funny question? And he's like, yeah, that'd be funny to do with Ben Lee, but I have no idea if he cares about Seinfeld or whatever. But then Dusha was listening to him on another podcast, and Ben Lee was like, "I'm a massive Seinfeld head. I Perfect. love Seinfeld." And he was like, "Jackson, we're in. We're doing the Seiny question." <laughs> and which what, what is are, crazy?
0: What are some of the other hypotheticals? What are some of the the funnier, more more successful ones um, you've done on plumbing? Because it's every week. You must. Do you run mm-hmm, out of pop, mm-hmm. pop culture uh, hypotheticals?
3: I, I like the "How are you going to save the Titanic?" which kind of yeah, just shows out ignorance in
2: terms yeah. of world history, mm-hmm. um, which was great. Uh. I'm I'm very lucky. So we, we have a, like a sort of living document of possible questions that we could do on, on any episode. And, uh, you know, we all kind of contribute to it whenever we have an idea. And mm. all of mine are stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But recently we've had a run of guests. And normally my questions get ignored by the other two Joels. Uh, Joel is <laughs> the third member of, of the that Star because they're like Jackson. That's not that's not clever. <laughs> that's a bad episode. <laughs> but we, like, guests picked the topic. And for, like, a run of four episodes, guests picked my stupid bullshit. Mm. And <laughs> I was in hog heaven. Um, <laughs> like, I think Hamburglar Hero yeah, or Villain yeah. was one yeah, of yeah, mine. Yeah. Uh, Who wh- wh- was wh- Wally wh- hiding from? Yeah. What, yep, what was yep. the
0: ultimate decision on that? Because I mean, he all he does is steal hamburgers. I would consider that <laughs> villainous. Or is he a hamburger Robin Hood? Does he give them out to poor people? Well,
3: I, I think the, the conclusion of the hamburger is that he was basically just a corporate shill. And it, it, ah. yeah, the problem is that it goes deeper than just the hamburger because, like, he is <laughs> yeah. friends with Ronald McDonald, who is also great friends with May and McCheese. And yeah. so, really, it, it's just like almost, all the I the would top. say like a, almost like a false flag operation <laughs> of, of uh, yeah. the hamburger trying to keep the. Uh, I guess Citizens of McDonaldville. Uh, yeah. Uh,
0: what, what is their, What
3: is it? What is their town called? Uh, it does have a name, but I forget what it is. Mm. It, it, mm. Might, it might as well be McDonald's. Yeah. McDonaldville, yeah. complacent. <laughs>
0: The corruption or, always uh, did- goes right to the top. Yeah, the fish exactly. runs from the head. That's all that proved. <laughs>
2: uh, and recently we had our, semi-recently, our 400th episode ever wow. where we did, we, we picked episodes that um, we'd always wanted to do but no, the other two had always been against. And the one I picked was Would You Receive the Oral Sex as Described in Flow Rider's Whistle? The song that goes, let me hear your whistle, baby, whistle,
0: baby, let me know.
2: And uh, it was incredible. We all decided no, because you don't know what the hell's going on in that song.
0: <laughs> and uh, you, uh, you also do shut up a second, uh, which mm-hmm. I've been on, and you have yeah, and, that's right, and you have some amazing comedians on there. I was surprised though; you don't actually tell them to shut up a second. What's the t- no?
2: Well, I guess it's shut up a second. Actually, the point is we we went the opposite for some reason. <laughs> right? I guess it's like what you're getting is. The listener wishes you would shut up, I suppose, as a vibe of <laughs> shut up a second. Where gotcha. People are like, please stop talking because, you know, no show infuriates people quite like mm. shut up a second. And I love that about it because um, there's a lot of claims made every episode.
3: A you lot know? of bold claims and a lot of hills that we choose, like you guys choose to die on that often
2: yeah. are like, why did you choose that hill? They're often meaningless, but I mean, we stand by them. People were recently talking about an episode where I claimed that I could live in a house with no ground, um, and what, just I dirt. was like, "That's f- no nothing, just a big hole, space,
0: <laughs> floating in yeah, space, just
2: space." <laughs> well, I think I think I was like, it's "I'd have late. wires that I could cross, like a big spider." Anyway, <laughs> what I found out from the people discussing that was they were like, "Yeah." And then part two. And right? apparently I've brought it up twice. <laughs> I'm
0: passionate about living in a no-ground house. Eh, would it be <laughs> like one yeah. of those uh, indoor skydiving things? <laughs> I, I, I wish middle. I could I
2: wish I could remember what past me meant, really. <laughs> I don't know if I could defend past me's decisions there. But yeah, like who those indoor skydiving ones, You just fly over to your kitchen, cook an egg, fly over to the toilet... <laughs> Fly over, kind of have a bath. I guess you could yeah. like turn the tap on and the water yeah. just splashes off. The, up, the toilet guess. would be yeah. problematic.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, even cooking eggs, I feel, which is uh, your go to food of cooking. And I know you hate eggs. Yeah. But I you do. always I have I to do. go to cooking eggs. That would also
2: be hard because uh, it would just fly up. Yeah. But then you could mm. go, oh. oh, no. I was going to be like, you could go, you just open your mouth, the egg would fly in. But you've no, not cooked it. No. Yeah. Just, just but also, you're just oh. holding your. <laughs> mouth open waiting it never <laughs> yeah. comes down
3: jack mm. it never comes down
2: <laughs> yeah maybe you turn it off slam into the ground and the egg slams into your mouth turn it back on again every morning maybe that's let's that's say have breakfast now i don't know <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't think this will work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, I may have to admit
3: defeat. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> it's back of the drawing board. Uh, <laughs> um,
0: and then there's baseless speculation, which uh, I've had mm-hmm. a listen to. Now, that, now, that's about upcoming pop culture. So, things that are about... For sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but looking back, it's been a mm. tough year. We've all had lockdowns here. Uh, what mm. pop cultures got got you guys through this year? What movie, game, or TV show just was just the best thing that that, that you were addicted to this year? S-
2: so mm. uh, earlier this year, um, for a couple of reasons, uh, my partner got a little bit sick, and so we just started watching, as like something to do in the evenings that was low energy, The Simpsons. Amazing. Um, from season three on. And yes. anyway, so it was really good in those first early, the golden age, because those are good episodes. It's a great show. Classic. And then she yep. got she got better, you know, or she got like, um, she improved, uh, but we continued watching. And we're now on season 29. Oh. <laughs> and... <laughs> So I've basically watched nearly all of The Simpsons that's ever been. And even though it's not good, I think it definitely has got me through lockdown because it's become such a fascinating enterprise um, in, in watching a show change and evolve. Um, so, yeah, I reckon that watching all of The Simpsons is, is definitely...
0: Uh, and easy to watch.
2: Just, well, yeah, the first seasons are... <laughs> Later seasons, you're like, what is happening Oh my God! Elon Musk's on the show. Lady Ooh. Gaga. There's a guest Ooh. every episode now. Um, it's hell, but it's still I like,
0: like I reckon with the Simpsons. Whenever I catch a new episode, like the writing, whole the writing holds up. There's still gags. There's still funny bits. Yeah. I'm still
2: laughing every now and then, yeah.
0: But it's just so unrelatable. It's like, single income and a big house? This is crazy.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I think the strangest thing about The Simpsons is watching it become more and more conservative over time. Like, the episode I watched recently is about Mr. Burns going back to Yale, but it's too full of SJWs, so he opens his his own university. That was the episode, and it was crazy. Like, he's like, oh, I want to start a nuclear power-like class here. And all of the college students are like, we need safe spaces. And Mr. Burns is like, Ugh. And then he goes and starts his own, and it was like, wow, how did we get here? What is going on? Oh, my God. Uh, but then... And this was crazy. The most recent episode I watched was about... So Homer, his GPS takes him down an alleyway. And he sees his dog, Santa's little helper, eating out of a garbage uh, bin. And old Gil eating out of another garbage uh, (laughs) bin or whatever. And he's like, I gotta hit one. Which one do I hit? And so he hits (laughs) old Gil instead of his dog. And then old Gil sues him. And in court, he has to prove that... A dog's life, and everybody ultimately agrees a dog's life is worth more than old gills. Oh my God. This is an an argument I have with my friends all the time. I'm like, I am more important and worth more than a dog. Uh But every time I say that, everyone's like, well, what dog, (laughs) Jackson? What dog? I think (laughs) of all our friends.
3: I think of all our friends, I think I might be the only one that has not hesitated and to be like, no, I would be like, yeah, Jack, I value Jack more than a dog every single time. But every one of our friends is always just
2: like, "Mm." hmm, and they think about it. They Even think if they say it. yes, there's like a pause where clearly they're considering. Yeah. Hey, maybe some dogs are worth more than Jackson's life. Anyway, that was crazy to see on the Simpsons. I was like, ah. Well, I, I'd, me.
0: I'd argue you'd be more likely to kill a dog but just injure a human. But uh, it's a high risk to
2: take. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, just go down the middle with your car, injure me <laughs> and the dog. <laughs> um,
0: uh, and mm. what about you, Joe? What 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 are, what pop culture has got you through this year? What, what have you been?
3: Uh, I, I would. Say mostly like like uh, comic books in in terms of, uh, of uh, my beloved X Men. Um, mm. Being being an X Men fan from way back when, and and having to deal with so much garbage over the last. Since I began reading X Men, they've finally like uh, uh, gotten a, a decent sort of writing crew and started uh, uh, really just making the X Men interesting again. And it's just it's just really fascinating; it's very interesting. I actually love it. There's this whole new mutant island of Krakoa. They're a whole nation of people now. They're wanting like you know. Uh, to be recognised as a sovereign nation, and all this like all all this interesting bullshit is happening, and it's yeah, it's been getting me through, but it has been getting crap again. So oh, no, it's, it's nice sucks. to know that they're back on their bullshit. But there was a beautiful period of time where I was very excited. Very, very man, excited to keep reading.
2: Ain't that, that. just comics,
0: man? Yeah, where you're like, no, it's yeah.
2: good again. It's good again. Uh, but in the back of your head, you're like, but how long is it going to last? You know, like, what yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long is it going to last? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. And wi- yeah.
0: And which comic book? Is it a series of them or is it just a specific X-Men one?
3: Oh, it's all all the X Men. Like, so okay. they got uh, Jonathan Hickman, uh, who kind of revamped the Avengers and Fantastic Four previously to be like, I want to be in charge of the X Men again. Cool. Oh, sorry, I want to be in charge of the X Men. <clears throat> He's going to breathe life into it. And so he started off with this kind of mini series, House of X and Powers of X, which just changed the sort of status quo of the mutant in the Marvel cinema in the Marvel universe. And then from there, all the different X titles um, sort of kind of followed suit and sort of explored different themes about this kind of stuff. And it was just the, all these different writers; that had like a lot of fun with it all. And then, so I think of the first initial kind of like a uh, few comics, there was only maybe one dud that uh, everyone was like, "Yeah, this one's bad," but everyone everything else is great. Mm. And then, and then now though, oh, it's just beginning to kind of the cracks are showing. Oh, uh, it was announced shame. that uh, Jonathan Hickman is actually leaving as mm. well. So it's just kind Damn. of like, oh, it was so good for so for so brief a <laughs> time. And like the reason he's given is like, oh, look, I had a I had a three-act structure in terms of what yeah. I had planned to do, It there's like a beginning and middle and end. But all these other writers are having so much fun at this, like, you know, this section here that I'm actually gonna step back and oh. rather as opposed to kind of, you know, sprinting to the end like mm. I would planned, we're just gonna imp- explore these areas over here first. And I'm like, that just sounds like PR bullshit and I hate yeah, it. So it feels yeah. like <laughs> it's just gonna go bad yeah. again. Let's just pick up trials, trials of magneto. Ah oh, yeah, it sucks. Mm, yeah, damn. it sucks. Kaiju appeared for no reason. Middle of the uh, the issue. Why? Oh, I don't know. Yeah,
0: it's been fun. I'm not a. I'm not, I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge. You lost me a little bit there. I'm not a huge. I understand. <laughs> fair DC fan. That, that, that'll happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll but, need, um, you need to tell
3: me if it's to shut up for a second. But, uh,
0: that's, this is the key. that's where it comes from. But, yeah, uh, yeah. And what are you guys looking forward to in 2022? Pop culture wise. Not coming out. I don't, even know. Uh, I don't know
3: if it's coming out in twenty twenty two, but I am looking forward to uh June. Uh, part oh, yes. two, I guess. I'm looking forward oh, to yeah, actually. You're I'm a boy. boy. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing in yeah. part one in the in the cinema when it finally comes out to Australia. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, so I I sort of, like, also read, like, a a comic adaptation of maybe a prequel of Dune. I don't know. Was very confused. And then, so then I I, I read, like, an adaptation of, a comic adaptation of, like, Dune, which was, like, part one of whatever, how many that's going to be. And I was like, I think I understand some of it. And then I just went on, like, a a YouTube rabbit hole, like, listening to all kinds of different lore about Dune. So, yeah, I, I, I kind of really got I love that we have, like, you know, the Benny Gesserit. We love that. We've just got like, yes, these are the Harkonnen. This is like house of And we have all these like, ah, oh, yes, we've got to go to Arrakis to get like Arrakis to get the, the spice melange, And uh, and then you have the main character, Paul and his good friend, Duncan. <laughs>
2: That is good. Yeah. I like that... What I like about Dune... I, I mean, I don't care for Dune. I don't, it's too much for me, my little tiny pea brain to think about. Mm. But I like that we're getting, like, freak sci-fi yeah. back. You know? I feel like for too long we've had this kind of, like... This weird half-job yeah. sci-fi. Give us weed Where it's shit. like, oh... Yeah, I want, I want freak yeah. shit. I want to yeah. be, like, watching... I mean, I guess it's kind of the X Men thing, like people coming out of eggs, a lot of fake words, (laughs) like bring (laughs) that back to the (laughs) to the movie. So I'm excited about that. I don't don't know about puts a hand
3: in a box and it's like you know, don't do not fear, fear is the mind killer. It's just like, okay, what's going to happen? All right, sure. Why is he doing? Why is this a famous
2: thing? All right, cool. Give me that crazy mm. shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, again. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think what the hell's happening in 2022. Well, we got the yeah, new we got Matrix. I'm
0: excited for that. Uh...
2: That, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll be I fun. Think in terms of When's upcoming, so- yeah, like the yeah. Matrix
3: 4 coming out, I believe, in December, I'm very excited for. Uh, the Wheel of Time mm-hmm. uh, TV series, uh, a book, like a fantasy book oh, yeah, series true. that I did not finish because it was very long and I <laughs> don't commit to bits. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's coming out, I think, this month. So I'll be excited to A, watch that, see if it's good, and also, finally to understand maybe the end of that uh uh storyline that i read so long ago
2: what else yeah, is coming I, out i don't know I'm, I'm even like looking up looking up movies mm. that are coming out next year and i just i i can't see any i mean like this this one's i'll definitely mm. have to go mm. see for my job <laughs> i don't like, uh, like
3: are we like, looking forward to the new batman film are we looking forward to morbius i don't uh, maybe to see
2: how like bad maybe morbius might well, be so yeah, yeah. Actually, on yeah, on the on the point of like movies that I know are going to be like absolute dog mm. shit, but I think I, it'll be funny <laughs> for me. Actually, there's oh heaps yeah, of them next that counts. Year. That'll do. We've got <laughs> Jurassic World yeah. Dominion, yeah. Morbius, mm-hmm. Avatar Two, Fantastic Oh my Beasts god, the Avatar 3. sequels, the Uncharted movie that's coming out. Oh my it god, just reminded me the, about the Avatar. The, the, se- we're getting three of them, are we?
0: It it's been meant to come oh, out yeah, for baby. ten years. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> Yes. Ah, oh, it's going to be incredible. Has
3: that mean like a new Avatar <gasps> so, yeah, movie a- like every year for like several years? Mm, mm-hmm.
0: That's what we oh, want. That's God. what the people. So I'm excited.
2: For. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for all of that in a kind of death yeah, of cinema. Cinema of is dying, you know? and I'm here to watch it death rattle. i like, we oh, went- and I've let me. Let we me went eighteen months yeah. without
0: movies for this. <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> uh,
2: uh. Yeah. exactly uh,
3: this is great, oh, great. i'm, I'm, I'm all ready all over it. i am so ready to get mm-hmm. just like just feed me this bullshit <laughs> feed me this garbage oh uh, yeah Did you have a movie that maybe like you didn't like it
2: didn't do well and have another crack at it why not <laughs> we're at that point now you can do you can do you screw mm-hmm. up one movie you make mm-hmm. a terrible suicide squad movie no one have likes. another you can do another. it again why not? that's okay we can make yeah. a Ghostbusters uh, <coughs> remake kids. or sequel that we pretend means anything. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, say, yeah. "Hey, this is yeah. important." But it's yeah. not important. So many people are clamoring, I,
3: nothing. Love, I love me a Ghostbuster. It was so it. good. We need to we need more of that." Look at all these loyal fans who love Ghostbusters. Who are and yeah, constantly nah, what a disappointed. Of garbage. <laughs> yeah.
2: No one Ghostbusters doesn't mean no anything. Got, no it's nothing. Um, it was Dan Aykroyd's <laughs> suckfest in the '80s and '90s. It's I not know. important. It's great. More bad yes. movies. More please. just have. That's more I Having a crack.
0: <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We go. Why not? See if it's good this time. I think that'll definitely be the case. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> wrapping up. Before we go, any, any tips for a fellow sans <laughs> pants? Podcaster. What do I need to do to have a hugely successful Sans Pants podcast like you? Any tips? God. Huh.
2: I don't know how huh. I, I well, I don't know how we <laughs> have as many listeners as uh, we do. That's absolutely Can you get random dumber? as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, I like, real, you yeah, need to be real, stupid. Like, just just Find Mm. out what your IQ is now. Half. (laughs) Kill those brain cells.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make bold claims and never back down. Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah. That's revel. That
0: bit down. I think that's fine. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So, okay, so
3: I guess if you look at like like happiness to depression as almost as opposed to Mm. a line as a circle. (laughs) Yeah, you you really want to get into that little bit, that little wedge where depression meets happiness. And you just want to go like, (laughs) this, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. Oh, but maybe it's good. (laughs) Maybe this is what I want. Maybe it's funny. This this absolute tragic (laughs) and bullshit that's happening here. That's pretty funny. They just lead into that. That Following Australian
0: Australian politics, that is my mood all the time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. You're doing yeah. it already, then.
3: Exactly. Well, I went back. I, I, I almost went back to depression for a sec. Yeah, nah. You got to lean in. It's pretty yeah, funny. Yeah. It's fucked. You've got to lean in. You've got to lean in. What are you doing? Oh yeah. Did he? Do li- you think he lied to us? I know he lied to us. I don't necessarily agree with the, the statements of it. Yeah, nah. What else can you tell us? Ah, uh,
0: is lean yeah, Good.
2: Beautiful. God. Oh, oh, beautiful. Genius. All
0: right, Jackson and Joel. Anything to plug? Where can people find you? Shout out your shows. Sure. Uh,
3: you can find everything that we do on SanspantsRadio.com. You can follow us on Twitter uh, at SanspantsRadio. Uh, you could also follow me individually. I'm uh, at
2: GoddammitZamit. Uh, and I'm at All Dogs Are Dead. And if you want to follow me on Twitch, I'm twitch.tv slash Jackson Bailey, B A L Y, if you want to see that for whatever reason.
0: <laughs> Amazing. All right, Jackson and Joel, thanks for being on <laughs> Newsfighters. Thank you very much. Ah, thanks for having us.
2: Thanks for having us. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: Alrighty, that's News Fighters for today, the 19th of November, 2021. News Fighters is written, produced, and edited by me, Dylan Bain, for Sands Pants Radio. And a big thank you to Jackson and Joel for being on the show. Don't forget to check out all their podcasts and all the great Sands Pants Radio podcasts at SansPantsRadio.com. Don't forget you can subscribe to us on YouTube and on your podcasting app of choice and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NewsfightersPod. To support the show, join our Patreon at patreon.com newsfighters. Also, we refuse to advertise on Facebook, so sign up for our free Substack newsletter at newsfighters.com. And here it is for the third last time this year and probably ever, your whiff of pine. Which rather ranked with the Minister for Sport at the time... Who said that there's nothing she liked more than seeing a couple of girls being punched around the ring?
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more, and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices.